Welcome to the Daily Hype Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Pollard. This is a biz episode. We're going to be talking about business, baby. Let's talk about biz, baby. Let's talk about your product suite. I'm so weird. I just came up with that too, so you're welcome. I do want to talk about your product suite, though. Last week, we talked about building your roadmap, reverse engineering from that far-reaching goal and making something that's attainable weekly, monthly, quarterly, so that you can end at that end goal. This week, I want to talk about your product suite, which some people might be like, oh, what? Your product suite is basically the catalog of products or services that you offer, and you should have a little bit of a differentiation in all of your products or services. I am gonna be calling this products, but it does relate to services just as easily. So in this case, the product would be your service. So just note that we will be using the word product for both products and services here. So you wanna make sure that your product suite is attainable for different end uses, but also at different pricing levels, Um, You also want to capture people in different parts of the buying process. And this might be like, that's a lot of confusion right there, but I'm going to really break it down so that it's very easy for you. The best way, there's multiple ways to build a a product suite. I may in the future go into all the different kinds of product suites. There's three really strong product suites almost everyone uses. I do talk about that in the Square One Accelerator, but this week I want to talk about the most important product suite, which is the good, better, best product suite. That is typically the product suite that most people align with. It's a very strong pricing strategy. It also captures people in different parts of the uh, selling process. So you really are creating something a little bit for everyone. So what is good, better, best? So the good, better, best model is basically taking one product or service that you offer and creating what we like to call a hero product. And by we, I mean the fashion industry, I know that the tech industry uses this, but your hero product, what is that thing that you think of when you think of your company, when you think of your side hustle, what you offer? For instance, Apple, it would be the iPhone. That is what you think of. If they had to do absolutely nothing else, they probably would just make the iPhone, even if it sucks. Anyway, that's a tangent for a different day. So your hero product is that thing that people come to you for. Your perfect product that you have niched out, you know exactly what it does, you know it inside and out, it's probably what you love the most, you're gonna do about 80% of your business, 75 to 80% of your business in that hero product, that thing that everybody comes to you for. I heard about you because you do X, Y, and Z. So what is that hero product? Really carve that out. Um, You know, you wanna make sure that it is something that you can recreate often, that you can improve upon. Um, You're also gonna probably have versions of your hero product that never go on sale, that are always available. So what are those things that are your hero products? For me, I am starting to sell more in my t-shirt shop, Ashley with an I. The link is in my show notes and I'm not trying to be salesy, but you can go take a look at my product suite. You'll probably be able to notice what it is after the end of this podcast. I'm noticing that my hero product is empowered women's t-shirts. So for me, I am creating more of those and in time, one hero product will show themselves. So you can either create a hero product by picking it yourself 
or by creating versions of it and letting your customer pick for you. Now, you won't have them pick by voting or by like telling you personally, but if you put five different versions up of your quote unquote hero product, the decision will be picked for you based on which one will get astronomically more sales than the other one. That just will happen. So first and foremost, we want to find that hero product, that hero product that you want to be known for. That can take a little bit of time to find, or you'll know pretty much off the bat what it is. Now, if you once you settle on your hero product, great, we've got it. We know exactly what it is. We tested the market. We know that our hero product is this thing. For Apple, it is their iPhone. Great. Now what you want to do is you want to create two other products. So before I go into that, your hero product is what we would call the better product. Remember that this product suite build out is called good, better, best. So your better option is right in the center. And you might be like, shouldn't the hero product be the best option? Because it's like what we're known for. But this isn't necessarily quality. It's just like a three level tiered system. So it is your better product. You're going to do almost all of your sales here in this better segment. So you also want to have a level up and a level down. So for instance, let's say we were talking about handbags. Your handbag that you're super known for, that everybody comes to you for, would be that better product. It is this leather handbag in brown, like a typical standard handbag, and everybody loves it, and you can't keep it in stock, okay? So that is your better product. Now, a best version of that would be like, all these bells and whistles on it. Um, Not like actual whistles, but just like accoutrements, like a crazy zipper and fun trims. And maybe it's a limited edition or you collaborate with someone. So the best option is kind of that like really rare purchase. It's typically wildly more expensive. So you're gonna see a big jump in price typically from your better to your best. So let's say your better option hovers around $75. That better option or that best option may be more like $250. Something that's like really once in a lifetime. Maybe you'll only make five of them. Maybe it's only available for a month. Maybe it's so expensive because you're using these once in a lifetime goods, right? So this is your super special limited edition offer for that person who's like, I want something new and crazy that nobody ever has. So here we are making something for a different client. You're also allowing those people who are really loyal followers of your hero product to get something really special every once in a while. That best product is going to be like 5% of your business. You don't want to rely on it. You don't even really want to know. Sometimes in the fashion industry, we didn't even care if it sold because the best option will drag people in and they'll end up buying the better option. So we call them table toppers, something that's like wild and flashy and crazy excuse me, I hiccuped, Um, wild and flashy and crazy. And it draws attention to the brand. They walk over to the table in the analogy of the table topper. And they, they say, wow, that's so crazy. What is that? That's awesome. They look at it and they say, but I would never buy that. While they're there, they take a look at all your other products and they probably end up buying 
your better product. So the best option does two things. One, it really garners attention. It gets you maybe press. It may be something really crazy that people actually end up going to your website to say, what is that thing? So the best option is something for two reasons. One, it's great for publicity, and it's also really great for giving some of those people who are early adopters or who want something super unique, giving them something special from your brand. Now, the other option on the other side of the scale would be your good option. And good can be maybe something smaller in size. It could also be with less bells and whistles, like less things attached to it um, as far as like features and amenities. And it could also be... um, It could also be something free or something really easy, basically something to just get them in the door. So in the analogy of handbags, it might be a wallet. So maybe they don't want to spend the money on a purse, but they still want something from the brand. So that's a great place to get them in the door. They try the product. Typically people buying in the good category, there might be a price sensitivity. There could also be a distrust in the brand. Maybe not distrust as far as like they don't trust you, but they don't know you yet. So this gets them into the door. They get to see how you do business. They get to see what the checkout is like. They get to see how the customer service is. And over time, a few purchases of good items could relay them into being a better product purchaser, or um, maybe even in time, potentially in the future, being a best product purchaser. So here we are with our three different product suites. You start with your hero product. Maybe 5% of your business is going to be that best product, that really flashy, crazy, once in a while, limited edition, exciting pieces, that kind of thing. That good option is, okay, this is like, a really affordable option. This is something that you can do just to test the waters, to kind of see how things are going. And then you get into um, the bread and butter of the business. This can apply to everything. You can do this for services. You can do this for every different product under the sun. For instance, let's say you're a social media strategist. You could say my hero product, and you wouldn't actually use those words, but your go-to service is that you um, manage all of the social media strategy for small businesses led by females, and you cover Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, and Twitter. That is your bread and butter for 20 hours a week. That is what people come to you for mainly. The best option could be that you work super closely one-on-one with them for a month at a time. You charge maybe five times as much, but they're getting really custom one-on-one build-outs with you. And that's something that really people are only going to use every so often. Now, the good option could be instead of hiring you for your service, they could hire just a one-on-one call. And that one-on-one call will answer some of their questions, they can tap into your expertise, and maybe eventually they will end up hiring your services. Maybe eventually they could even hire you for that really close consultation for an extended period of time. So that's a little bit about building out a product suite. You can do this for almost anything. 
The last example of this would be sizing. So let's say you have a product that is the exact same price but in different products or different sizes. Now you'll see this more with things like makeup or skincare or hair care like shampoo. Let's use shampoo as the example. So let's say you are a Tresemme buyer. You always use this Tresemme shampoo. It's your favorite shampoo. So the Tresemme shampoo that they are known for in the standard size would be their Hero product. Now let's say you got a free sample in the mail and it's like the size of your palm, like it's really small. That would be like a good product that gets you to test it. That helps you to see what the product is like. It's a really small amount. So you can kind of like get a feel for it. And maybe that you would graduate into being a hero product buyer. Now the best option here is not necessarily like better shampoo or like better quality, it would be like that value size. So here in this instance, this is the only one that doesn't change the quality at all. This is more just about size. So that mini size, the regular size, and that value size. So knowing that you can build out your product suite that way, you can make your portfolio so much more diverse. You're able to hit people in different price points. You're able to find people with different end goals. Uh, You can also market yourself to different people who are aware of your product. Maybe someone who doesn't really know your product isn't going to just buy that best category from you because they don't even know what your product is like. They don't know what the experience is like shopping from you. They want to test it out. They want to see what it's like. So create a good, better, best model for your product suite. There's many different product suite models. There's plenty of different pricing strategies that you can adopt. The one that I have found immense success with is always going in this direction, finding that hero product, making a better version, and making a really great entry price. That is what I will leave you with today. If you have any questions, please let me know. Uh, I am always here for one-on-one calls if you want me to dive into your business and take a look. And let me know on Instagram if you have any business topics that you'd love for me to cover in the future. I hope that helps you and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Daily Hype Podcast by me, Ashley Pollard. If you love this episode as much as I did, don't forget to rate and review. Send this to your friends, your families, coworkers, Facebook groups, totally up to you. Don't forget to check out the show notes too for exclusive deals and discounts every now and then. See you next time.